What up, y'all? It's the Content for the Culture podcast. First episode, we going at it. That was me unplugging my phone from my speaker that I had playing into the microphone. Plugged in via the aux cord. It was quite possibly the most jimmy-rigged fucking setup, but I didn't actually want to set up. I don't even know how to actually play music. I mean, the guy from Guitar Center says, I need to... I need to download the file. It's like, um, sir, I use Spotify. And then he proceeded to teach me a way how to illegally download um, every album from Spotify by recording them while you're at work. Pretty ridiculous. But anyways, here we are. It's pretty weird sitting here. This is my first time um, doing any sort of broadcasting, really. I've always been wanting to do it. I mean, I fucking talk to myself a lot. I fucking chill around. I think I got some interesting things to say, so maybe let's just start with what this podcast is about. So basically it's called content for the culture. I'm going to just talk about a lot of things that I like and I hope you guys like. It's basically going to be media related, mainly focused on music, movies, TV, pretty much it. I mean, it's that simple. I thought I would go into sports, but honestly, I think that's a whole nother realm and I think there's enough of that bullshit with ESPN around anyway, so let me fuck with this game. It sounds pretty bad. All right. Anyways, that first song you heard was from Thundercat, my main first suggestion to start with. Basically, I'm obsessed with the guy. Started listening to him probably a year or two ago. Checked out his album. I saw one of them had a you know, 90 plus rating on Metacritic. And I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? Like this dude has gotten talent. Check it out. Hated it. You know, of course that typical thing. Then you listen to it two years later and you're like, why wasn't I listening to this before? I've been missing out on this for too damn long. So glad to be listening to it. And, uh, that's just from his newest album. But honestly, I listened to his first album this past weekend and I probably saved about five or six songs on my Spotify. So yeah, he's a total stud. Um, kind of that mix between like R&B and uh, jazz, a little bit of like blues, you kind of feel it. And also he's just got that, I don't know, just that soul with it. The way he sings, he just kills it. I love it. And so that song was called Lone Wolf and Cub. And basically I'm going to try and do that every every podcast, lead in with a song I'm suggesting, fade out with a song I'm suggesting. And, and that's kind of the point of the podcast, I feel like, is to just give you something to listen to, you know, you're sitting at work, whatever it is, give you something to listen to, and also give you suggestions on things other than what I play, because frankly, it's just like, I've always hated that I I can't find music to listen to, I can't find movies to listen to, it gets old, doing the classic run around, and frankly, like, even Rotten Tomatoes at this point, like, I'm gonna try and deviate away from that, like, I'm, probably the shows and movies I'm suggesting, they're gonna be certified fresh or something like that, but also there's movies like fucking like Creed, Certified Fresh. Like I'm not gonna go see that that pile of shit movie. Okay, that, it just looks awful. Not gonna waste my time. And you know, I scour the web a little bit here and there. I actually have no credentials for why you should be listening to me, frankly. But I'm just giving it a shot. Working my uh, corporate job and I'm bored nine to five. So some of my favorite podcasters. Mark Marin, of course, and that's like such a prototypical podcast, like groupy thing to say. But I love Mark Marin. I actually just started watching his show too on Netflix. Really good. 
really good. I really like it also just because I like him. So definitely a biased opinion, but I like it. It's good. And um, I love him. I love Dan Patrick's show. You know, kind of talking about sports earlier is one of those things. I don't really want to do sports on here. I might bring it up. You know, I mean, this is, I'm going to try and talk about content. I'm kind of just rambling right now. And, and I am, but it's, it's, that's how I like to talk. And I just get comfortable. And uh, I mean, I was talking about Thundercat and I'm like, oh, well, I should probably talk about what this fucking podcast is about, why you're even listening. But yeah, so, you know, it's, I, I like Mark Maron. I like Dan Patrick. I'm not going to go into sports really every once in a while. I might, I might just come in and sit down and, you know, bitch about something. I, it's, this is going to be an outlet for me, but also I'm going to try and keep it somewhat focused. Kind of want to have something you can rely on a little bit there. You know, I mean, you go to different media outlets and, and different sources of media for different kinds of things. And, and I would hope that I could provide something somewhat consistent, you know, but eventually you want to just have fun and not be not be too rigid. I, I think that's the worst. I, I like the freeform style a little bit more. So just a little more casual, you know, other podcasters. I love Bill Burr. Amazing. Listen to Jake and Amir a little bit. They're good. Um, not my favorite podcast, but I love those guys. I think they're hilarious. And then, uh, other than that, I don't, I mean, I listen to a shitload of podcasts on my old job. It was one of those just sit at a computer and just click away, click away. Boring as hell. Social media though. So of course we all listen to headphones all day long and that's kind of where I started to love it. And you know, probably favorite of all time. I mean, I think we all got to go with Howard's turn. I mean, dude's a fucking legend. I mean, and that guy talks into a microphone, you're instantly paying attention. And I, yeah, dude's done, obviously. No need to even get into that king of all media. Although I did hear him saying, you know, he was talking shit about podcasts, and I don't really, uh, I think that's just kind of like a classic, like old, old person way of looking at it, and I'm not sure, one second, I'm not, how to change the, uh, the record setting on GarageBand from beats and like music metronome recording stuff to uh, actual time, which helps me keep track of this a little bit better, so... I'm really getting the hang of the technology side of these things. I'm very excited. The guy at Guitar Center, I was asking him about half an hour worth of questions, and, and he was getting fed up. Anyways, I lost my train of thought. I think I was talking about podcasters I love, and then uh, talked about Howard Stern. Yeah, he's a stud. And, um, you know, let me go back and check. Yeah, I actually, I actually just lost my train of thought, and I had to go back and check again, so that's two fuck-ups already in the constant uh, cycle of my idiocy. Well, that was really just plain unnecessary. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, back to the Howard Stern thing. The fact that this guy, look, I get it, you're the king of all media, you're talking about radio, and, and yeah, he, he knows what he's talking about, of course. But the fact that he, you know, the, the whole controversy was he talks to Ari Shafir, who's, you know, a somewhat successful comic. This guy makes a living doing it. At least I consider that successful. And he has a podcast on the side. I don't know how much these people actually get paid. I literally have no idea in terms of metrics. But either way, he's doing it on the side, and he's either doing it for fun or getting paid to do it. And I know Howard Stern, like, has to stir up conflict and stuff because that's just what he fucking does. But, you know, he, like, calls him out and, and is like, if you're going to be... If you're going to be a famous podcaster or, you know, famous broadcaster, not podcaster, obviously he hates them. If you're going to be a famous broadcaster, what you need to do is you need to find your local radio show and you need, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like a radio show? Dude, this, this isn't the 1970s. This isn't the 1980s. Like 
people are listening to podcasts. People are doing it. Yeah, everybody has podcasts. But just like everybody has a YouTube video where they, you know, publish music and covers of songs, you know, some people get famous off that shit. And it happens and some people make a living doing it. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with making a living doing, you know, something that you enjoy, some sort of broadcasting that doesn't have to be, you know, syndicated necessarily. I just don't really see the point in it. I, I, you know, it's like, okay, I get it. You're worth like $500 million, I think like $700 million, something like stupid like that. And it's like, I get it, but you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I, I need to talk about the peas. Did you hear that? The peas. I, I, you know, again, I was asking stupid questions at Guitar Center and I asked the guy, I'm like, oh, what is that? You know, what is the, uh, the, the circular shaped thing that you, 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 uh, you place in front of the microphone? It's like, uh, that's supposed to help with the P's and the S's and, or I think something like that. And I think it was those two letters and I'm like, oh, I don't need that. You know, I'm just trying it. And literally within these first 10 minutes, what a nightmare, what a nightmare it's been. I mean, it hasn't been that bad, but it's been, it's been. It's been pretty bad. Those peas are pretty bad, especially at the beginning. I kind of like paused it after that first time because I just, you know, the actually the entire reason I paused it the first time and I didn't even mention this yet was because I had to see if I could get rid of it somehow. But, you know, those peas keep popping, you know, like, geez Louise, that must be awful in your ears. Whatever. Fuck it. Might as well go through with this. I'm going to try and get half an hour in. I'm 10 minutes in. It's kind of awkward sitting here just hearing your own voice, you know, like, you always think something like this is going to be easy and then you actually do it. And then it's like, Oh, okay. I actually understand that it takes talent to broadcast it. People want to hear me listen or want to hear me listen, want to hear me talk. People want to listen to me talk and hear what I have to say and everything like that. Be controversial, be animated. And then it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like in a radio show, you're in a room with people. You can kind of like have a conversation, but by yourself podcasting, like it's pretty impressive, you know, like thinking about, and sorry about those piece, but thinking about someone like Mark Marin, this guy just like sits in front of a microphone and and just seriously fucking rambles about life and the meaning of life and what it's all about and everything, you know, and talks about his marriage and all that shit, just talks about himself, but does it in like a, such a comfortable fashion. It's just like, you know, it's in a comfortable and entertaining fashion. It's pretty impressive. And I guess that's what a lot of radio is do, you know, obviously Howard Stern does that as well, but he's in a studio with people. So it's like, I kind of almost give respect to podcasters in the sense that, that they can actually, I don't know, just, you know, talk, they talk to themselves, essentially, and are entertaining. I don't know. It's impressive. And I guess it's a whole different kind of media, a whole different kind of ball game, but still, good nonetheless. But anyways, you know, I kind of want to get on topic. It's been like 11 and a half minutes or so of rambling, and um, I'm enjoying it, you know. It is kind of awkward, but I'm slowly getting into it as this goes along, and I literally had to stop at my girlfriend's place to get a spot of like silence and no one around, you know, she lives in her own apartment. So it's like, okay, finally I can get no roommates around because they, they're not going to hear me talking to myself. It's weird. I mean, it's, it's fucking weird. I get why Mark Marin records his podcast in the garage. It's like, I, I literally got my room yesterday. I'm like, Oh yes. All right. I got this time. I'm going to do it. Let's, I got the headphones on. I was kind of talking in the microphone, getting warmed up. And then I hear the front door just click. I'm like, fuck. And it's just like that thing. I, like, God damn it. I live with like three guys. So it's like, you know, to get like an hour of alone time, fucking impossible, let alone 30 minutes for a podcast, so, not gonna fucking happen, I guess, anyways, though, so, you know, I made my suggestion, I think, Thundercat, as an artist, you should check out, 
Yeah, yeah, I literally jump around topics like that. There aren't segues. My brain works like that. I'm like ADD all the time. Forget my shit I'm talking about. See, I was talking about Thundercat. Went on a tangent about my. It's all right. Thundercat. Love him. And Spotify. Love it. I, you know, pretty much that's all I use to, uh, that's all I use to listen to music. I don't use iTunes. I don't buy music anymore in that sense. And I, I do kind of feel bad for the artist, but honestly, I'm kind of cheap and it's just easily the most efficient solution has all the content on there that I want, you know? So premium Spotify and obviously if you get the Apple music thing. That's fine too. But I'm working on building a website right now with all the information and stuff and, and like some Spotify playlists and everything I have. So, you know, if you don't have Spotify, that sucks. And I, I'm sorry, but I'm a little too lazy to like, especially with like having zero people listening to me, you know, it's like, I'm not going to actually make a playlist on something else. So for now, it'll be on Spotify. If you want to listen to anything, it should be up on the website. And I think it'll be content for the culture.com, but you know, we'll see. I'm building it through like another website, building a website through website, webception, but yeah. So Spotify premium, get on it. That's how I listen to Thundercat. And you know, I listen to his newest album a couple months ago and I liked it, you know, and I added some songs to it and that, that first one, Wolf and Cub, I added to it. It was really good. It's just got that intro and then that drum kicks in and it's just like, you just feel the full force of the song come on. You're like, oh my God. And that's why I kind of felt bad, like turning it down at that time. Cause I just think that's when the song gets the best, but either way you got to check it out. And also, I don't know if that's copyright infringement, like me playing their music, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that song's fucking amazing. And then, um, you know, you got the, you got a lot of other hits off that first album, just like, you know, I think, let me pull up my phone. We've got Them Changes, I know is amazing, and I, I was thinking of leading out with that song, but I think I, did, I decided for on another one. Them Changes is amazing, Hard Times is amazing, and that's just an intro, that's like one minute long, two, you know, two or three great songs there just to check out right at the start of the album. And then, um, he has some, you know, two other albums, I think th- only three full albums, and... I honestly think my favorite one that I've heard out of all of them, like as a whole, like in terms of singles, would probably be that last one. But as a whole, I, I think like in terms of consistency of sound and just being able to listen to it all the way through, which you have to respect an album for, I, I would say Golden Age of the Apocalypse. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at this and I can see the Spotify thing for songs I saved and I've got at least six. I mean, I've got six, almost like half the album little less than half, which is still impressive, you know, like, that's, like, saved to my playlist, like, I could listen to that anytime, like, that's, you know, that's tough to get out of any album these days, so, check that out, good shit, um, Golden Age of the Apocalypse, I love it, Apocalypse, I guess he was going with the apocalyptic theme, I have only, like, two songs saved on there, and, and, and I'm gonna play one from it on the way out, because it's just such a good party jam, I just love it, I just think it's just got such a good groove, so, um, yeah, I, I think Thundercats an artist that you should check out. And like I said, it's, you know, kind of that jazz fusion music with a bunch of different bunch of different vibes and instruments and sounds. And, and it's just, I love it. It just gives me that, I just the rhythm against like the bass and the groove. It's just also, it kind of makes you work for it versus like listening to pop radio. And it's like, okay, I get the beat and I get where I should be hanging out in the harmony and all that bullshit. But it's like, and the rhythm and everything, but you know, it's almost like, you know, he's, he's challenging you half the time. And there's, especially with these jazz intros on some of these like kind of outside songs that might not be in a, you know, top 10 or something like that, you know, most play those YouTube singles and, and radio singles. It's not like that. And like, not like he's on the radio anyways, but it's good stuff to check out. So I, I would suggest it. And, and the best thing you can do is, you know, I, I named some tracks, but you just got to follow me on my playlist and I have it. I'll have it on that website when I get it to you. Should be content for the but we'll see. 
it's it's gonna cost me seven dollars a month to maintain this website. I, I that's Panda, that's Panda Express. I don't know. I don't know if I should make the website. We'll see. It's a Thanksgiving deal, so I think I'm gonna jump on it because otherwise it would be exponentially more. So we'll see. But yeah, anyways, you know, going on Thundercat, that's my artist of the week. I'm going to suggest him, and, and there's no structure to it. You know, I'm just going to hop in playing music I think I like, and I think I like I like that I think you'll like, and that hopefully you can listen to, and you can relate to, and just something that, you know, is outside the norm. And you might not like it, but I'll try and keep it fresh, and I'll try and keep, you know, I have a lot of songs on this playlist right now that's kind of going to be the focus of this podcast, and... There's about like 230, 240, something like that. I mean, it's awesome. I'm proud of it. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but I, I built it from zero, you know, trying to build songs with that kind of vibe I was talking about, you know, something that's not on radio, but something that's not too out there that is, you know, unlistenable, something that's unique and and just good and just has, you know, good content for the culture. And so it's just you've got to follow that playlist. It'll be on the front page of the website. And then I'll just be adding music to that. You can check it out that way. And then I'll probably talk about it a little bit in the podcast or something. And that's kind of how I plan on focusing on it. And so you'll have to check it out. I'm sorry. I just heard like a weird echo in my headphones. I had no idea what was going on. I'm just figuring this out. is so confusing. And again, I do apologize for the P's, but so on to, um, TV shows and, and, and movies, I kind of want to get on that a little bit and, and, you know, I'll find my comfort zone with, with what I want to talk about more so. And I probably feel like I'm a little more well-versed to talk about movies, but I'd probably listen to more music than I watch movies, probably watch more TV shows than I listen to music. But, um, I saw a good movie this week and I think it's a good one to talk about cause it's new and it's, you know, rated really well on Rotten Tomatoes and it was called Spotlight and it had Michael Keaton, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, I mean, and there were some other big names in there too, you know, just a bunch of good actors and um, kind of just one of those ensemble cast pieces and I saw it was like a 95% or something and then 93% audience liked it and I'm like, this is going to be amazing, like I'm going to like just get blown away by this movie and then I go and see it with my girlfriend and I got popcorn, so it, it wasn't an issue there why I didn't love it. I mean, like, I was snacking well. I got a soda. I got a wild cherry Pepsi. But <laughs> but I I just didn't really like it that much. Like, I was kind of fucking bored during the whole thing. And I was wondering if there's something wrong with me. Like, I was, like, seriously sitting there, and I'm just like, this is not, like, I'm just, I don't know. And I'm not saying it's not interesting subject matter because it is. And it tells a story about these journalists in what was the city in Boston, these journalists in Boston. And then that would make sense, of course, too, because the Catholic Church is journalists in Boston who kind of uncover the priest, you know, molesting little kids scandal in the Catholic Church. I know it sounds like a total uplifter on Sunday while I'm hungover. Like, yeah. And, you know, it I don't know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's helpful information. Um, it's just, I wasn't that into it. And I, you know, I was raised Catholic and I don't really practice anymore. I actually don't practice at all anymore. I mean, I, when I'm like desperate in times of need, I'm like, let's throw out a prayer to an omniscient, um, fucking creature gone on. I don't know, but you know, it's like, okay, that's called using people. But anyways, you know, it, I'm not, I don't really practice that much anymore, but I was raised that way. went to Catholic school for a little while and, 
I was kind of around that, like not obviously directly, but you know, and it was just kind of, I don't know, watching those historical period pieces, not period pieces, but you know, biopics, uh, or biopics, I know biopics, I'm guessing. And just a story of something that truly happened. It's kind of like, I feel like I'm watching them and then I'm just waiting for something to happen. Like, as opposed to like, not even knowing what's going to happen. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, what? I'm literally just waiting for this scandal to be published. And while I'm getting a little bit of human experience with what this does to people, because that's so much more interesting, like the human condition of like why priests do it and why, like, and how it affects their victims. Like, you know, and instead it's, I mean, they focused on that a little bit. I understand they can't go that deep into it. They want to like win an Oscar and not get too grimy. I get it. But it just didn't go into that too much for me. And I just didn't like the directing. I fucking hated the music. And, I just didn't think it was that good. It was obviously a good movie, but I just didn't think it was that good. You know, I mean, it was good by like mainstream standards, especially, you know, but like I've seen movies like that, like Foxcatcher, like I was going in like, oh, this, but that kind of was riveting, but I guess I didn't know as much about that story. Well, I didn't know that much about this one either, but either way, it, it just, I didn't really love it. I kind of, yeah, I kind of hate it, honestly. I just was waiting for the end the whole time. And I was talking to my friends after we were watching the Cardinals whop that ass. This is broadcasting from Phoenix, Arizona, by the way. There's like one listener out there who wants this post. But <laughs> um, Cardinals uh, beating the Bengals, fucking amazing. Sunday night football. But I was talking to my friends about it. And I was like trying, I kept trying to defend myself and kept trying to be like, well, no, 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 it was a good movie. But, and then, and then I realized, I'm like, wait, why am I defending? Like, you know, I'm like, you didn't really like it just a minute. And I didn't, I was kind of, it was one of those movies like halfway and I was just waiting to talk to the person next to me about it, which is easily like the worst mindset to have when watching a movie. Like I was just waiting to talk to them like, oh, how stupid is that part? Or like, ah, I didn't really, you know, it's like, okay, this person has clearly given up halfway. I mean, you know, I did that with Mad Max. I left like. 20, 30 minutes in, but that's because I was with my girlfriend and she was like absolutely disgusted with the movie. It was hilarious. But honestly, like if if you do want to go see that movie, great, go see it. It's it's well reviewed. You're you know I'm not saying it's a bad movie, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you if you like it. It's just not to my taste. And to be honest, not something that's more to my taste, but more riveting. I think more interesting is a documentary called Deliver Us from Evil. Fantastic. I mean, and like super uncomfortable and raw and fucking depressing and sad. But you have to do it. Sometimes you have to watch a movie like that just to, you know, you, every once in a while you got you to gotta put down a Schindler's List. Like, I laugh saying that, but it's, like, really sad. And this movie, it, you know, it's a documentary about, like, exactly what that movie's about in terms of not the Boston thing, but the priest scandal with the kids. And it literally just, like, follows a priest around and kind of how he's still involved. You see how he's still involved with the Catholic Church just internationally now. And I get goosebumps talking about it because it's, like, so fucking spooky and fucked up. But, and it, it follows him and... And kind of just chronicles him throughout. And I'm not trying to give away the ending. I mean, there's not really an ending sometimes documentaries. It's more about sending a message than anything. But, you know, it, it follows him and then it follows his victims. And they, like, tell these stories, these first-person accounts. And it's, like, so raw. And it's, like, you watch that, like, versus seeing Spotlight. And I'm, like, um, you know, I mean, there's, like, really just no contest. Like, it's pretty obvious which one to go with for me. Like, but I just like intense movies and that's kind of the stuff I'm going to talk about intense movies, intense shows. Like eventually I want to do an episode on the wire and I might talk for two hours. Like I, yes, like fuck yes. You know, but I'm going to try and save some of that content, you know, and just keep the episodes 
mixed up a little bit, but I, I would say, I would say, you know, that's not my movie suggestion. I guess I don't really have a movie suggestion because I haven't seen a new one really recently that I was like, oh, I love this. You know, I haven't. And until I do, I, I'm going to wait a little bit. You know, I'll suggest old ones a little bit. Like I'm not saying go home on Thanksgiving weekend and watch Deliverance from Evil, but literally wait a little bit. Wait a few months. Wait till the summer. You're bored. You're hanging out. Afternoon, you'll have something to cheer you up. Go swimming afterwards or something. But like, don't do it in the winter when you're going to be snowed in watching this. It's just going to make you more fucking depressed, okay? But eventually, get around to it. If you're in for a riveting documentary, get around to it. It's worth it. It's good. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's kind of where I stand on movies. There's there's nothing really I'm excited seeing, excited to see except, you know, The Revenant. Revenant with Leo, of course, directed by director from Birdman. I mean, what's not to love? It's going to be amazing, obviously. Um and then I think there's, you know, obviously Star Wars. I'm not going to be an asshole about Star Wars. We all love Star Wars. I don't care how much of a movie douche you are. You like Star Wars. Like, I, come on. Also, it's worth no noting that my voice is going to sound different in future podcasts. I'm sick today. I'm sick. I've had a cough. And my job involves talking on the phone a lot. So not only did I talk on the phone a lot today, but then I also talked into a microphone a lot today. So I sound like shit. So I apologize. Um, I also cuss a lot, too. So. Sorry, <laughs> just kidding. Not sorry. That's just going to be something you have to get used to. Like I was thinking about if I applied to jobs with this, like if I was like, oh, you know, I have my own podcast. I, I record my own show. Like I have my own website. Like I feel like that would look attractive. And that's, I mean, hey, that's kind of like a reason I'm doing this too. Like I would love to like boost my resume and do something more official with something like this. You know, who wouldn't, you know, there's always future things that could happen. And I was thinking, I'm like, if they hear me just cursing, like, a ton, if I'm just, like, talking about a movie I hate, like, is that, you know, yeah, you get passionate about things to love, you love, like, music, and, and like, oh, I just love that music, but it, there's really nothing you're more passionate about than something you hate like that, like, you really hate, and I'm not saying, that, like, passionate hate takes over passionate love all the time, I'm just saying with media a lot of the time, and if I get going on something, it, it's... It's going to be rough. I mean, let's, you want to talk after earth? Like, uh, Jesus H Christ. Like what a nightmare. But anyways, enough of that. That's my movies. That's my movies. That's my music. Thundercat. I'm going to hit you with a track on the way out. But kind of want to go into TV shows. And I think what I want to talk about, I might go into a little longer on another episode. I mean, I'm almost 30 minutes in. I'm excited about that. I kind of was just shooting for 30, but we'll see if I'm feeling good. I'm going to keep going. And and the show, though, is uh, Project Greenlight. And I never watched it. And it's Project Greenlight Season 4. I tried to watch Season 1. And it's one of those things that, like, they've spaced it out a bunch of, like, over a bunch of years because it's, like, the way the show itself would work. The way the show itself works, like, it just wouldn't work on a year-to-year -year basis, you know? You'd have to split it up a little bit. So it's jumped around a little bit. Like, first season was in, like, 99 or, like, 2001. Second season, 2003, 2004. Don't even know the third season because it was on Bravo. I'm only watching on HBO Go. Um, but then the fourth season, I think just came out like it, it might've just released, but either way, all the episodes were on HBO go and, um, it's really good. So maybe I should talk to you about what the show's about. So the, um, sorry, I heard a, I heard a knock. I'm like, I hope I'm not talking too loud for the neighbors, but I mean, at the end of the day, at least I'm just talking, I'm not like singing or like playing guitar or something like I do in my house, drive my roommates fucking crazy. Um, anyways, though, project green light. <laughs> Uh, what it's about is it follows a filmmaker and, um, well, it starts with a contest, I guess. And, uh, the first episode is just fully the contest and it's Matt and Ben Affleck, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Matt and Ben Affleck. 
No, brothers. God, I heard the door click. Like, what the fuck are these noises? Now I'm kind of scared of my girlfriend's apartment. Anyways, um, it follows a contest with these filmmakers. They submit, you know, short films and all their stuff. You know, whatever. They just apply however they want. And I think they used to do it just screenplay, but obviously that's not enough if you're trying to pick a director for something. And these guys um, all apply, send materials. They bring like 13 in after watching their stuff, reading their stuff, whatever it is. And I think this time around they were going more for a director than a screenwriter. Anyway, so there they were film clips, watching all their short films and stuff. And then um, basically, like, they just decide 13, narrow it down to one, pick one, and then he's going to direct a movie for HBO Films. And I'm reaching for my water one sec. Yeah, I, I am too lazy to edit this out. I'm not, like, going to take a note and be like, and the 29th minute and the 35th second. Yeah, you're going to hear me drinking that water. And you're going to hear that cup going down on the table. So, anyways. And it follows him. And, you know, the only complaint I really have about the show is that it kind of just is a little bit too much of a reality show for me. Like, it, 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 it the, sometimes with the interviews, like, you can tell, I'm like, first of all, are you forcing this trauma? Secondly, and it felt real. It felt real. And it felt legit. You know, it, it is HBO, too. So, you, you kind of give it a little more credit, too, as well. But, like... Sometimes I just the way like the intros worked and stuff. I'm like, okay, I get this is in LA. Of course, it's in LA. You know, HBO's based there, and I guess it could have been in New York, but in LA, of course, where they're producing and 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 all the people are meeting. It's cool to see that side of the world, but it's a little too reality show. Like the way it in, like just the introduction. And I'm sorry, like maybe I'm a TV douche now because I am a little bit of a movie douche. I'm a little bit of a music douche. And with TV though, even like the intro, I'm like, I'm sorry, that plays into it, like. Shark Tank is corny as hell because of like the little clips they have, not just because the badass deals they make, and or not be, like obviously the badass deals would make it not cheesy. Versus like, it's Project Greenlight. You see these conflicts happening on screen, like with him making this movie, and it is so legit and cool. And you're like, oh my god, like it must be a bitch to make a movie in Hollywood. Like everybody my age, including myself, you know, is is like, oh, I want to make movies. I want to do this. I want to do that. And and I have my buddy. Uh, read and I'll hopefully have him guesting on the podcast a little bit too and you know me and him were like he was a film major I was a film minor with my like econ degree and he you know we both are like oh we want to work in the movies and then you watch something like this and you're like well that kind of looks awful it's like yeah I work my bullshit corporate job during the day but at least it's like structured and it's like whatever I can just go to work and not give a shit you know like there there are benefits to that and you see these people struggle to make movies and like struggle creatively versus like the financial end and it's it's brutal because that's just I mean that's the world they live in every day so um you know obviously in, in the way I talk about that I mean it, the conflict is great the show is great uh, overall, I, I think it's awesome, and I think it's kind of almost got an antagonist in the director, and you'll kind of start to hate him like I did. You know, he's like, I need to shoot on film, not digital. And it's like, dude, they're giving you a $3 million budget. Just fucking shoot on digital and save $300,000. But, you know, you'll develop your own opinions, and some people might support the artistic director more. And, and that's the thing. They don't really say who's right or who's wrong because you kind of see both sides, and that's what was interesting about it. I mean, it really was a good, uh, good, good TV series, and it was like an eight-episode documentary you know I mean they're interviewing people and following them and they interview them and you see the the conflicts that you know people leaving the set and people just being like all right I'm off the project I'm done producing and it's like wow it is a bitch to work in Hollywood so it's cool I mean I'd say check it out like I said look out for the reality show kind of esque intros and outros and the music and the camera shooting up over the LA sky and the corny like 
corny, I don't know, it just, it just has that, like, feel, like, corny elevator rock music kind of shit, and you're like, okay, what the hell is this, so, those are, like, the only main complaints I really had, and those are pretty minor, just in terms of, like, production values, but, like, the, you know, the show itself is really entertaining, and I crushed it really fast, and, and you get to see the movie premiere eventually, too, and so, not to spoil the ending, because sometimes they're like, are we even gonna make this movie, and it's like, okay, come on, you guys are, you're not gonna, like, abandon the project, you've already put too much time and money into the TV show, let alone this movie, or maybe they would have just, like, dragged it out to make a movie, I don't know, but, yeah, it's a good show, check it out, and, and I'm kind of interested to see if this director even does anything, Jason Mann, I mean, the dude is obviously talented, he's obviously an artist, and you cannot dispute that, I mean, he's, he's a stud, but it's, it's just one of those things, you know, he's a little too artistic, he doesn't understand the business end, and, and, he did, well, it's not that he doesn't understand that, it, it's that he literally doesn't respect it, and it's like, okay, you know, they're giving you $3 million to play with, buddy. Like, I know you were born and, and your parents just funded your personal short films and they've, like, supported your artistic creativity because you were raised in New York and all that shit. And it's like, I'm not saying that comes with everybody who's born there, but you can tell, like, from him, that's probably what it is because he talks about his parents and supporting him. And it's like, dude, all right, now you're working for a business. This is the real world. You actually want to make a living doing this and not live off your fucking parents? It's like, you know, do it. But I guess you can see where my opinion lies with this show with the characters and stuff, and obviously I'd like to get a job with HBO too, so, you know, if they hear this episode of the podcast, eventually I'm sending an application their way, I'll be like, hey, listen to the first episode, they're like, wow, he really respects the business of things, um, I'm sure I'd, you know, everybody would say that from my position, but then, you know, when you're actually trying to make a movie, and you know what's good, and you know what's bad, it, it would just be frustrating, and you can see him struggle with that, and, and I can respect it in that sense, so, I'm not trying to be you know, all high and mighty, I mean, the guy is obviously talented, so I respect where he's coming from, it's just, I think I know what I would have tried to have do, done, but I, then again, I've never been in his shoes, and never had three million dollars of pressure on me to put out a good product, and then plus a documentary crew following me around as well, interviewing me, so can't really, can't really argue, although Len Amato, though, is kind of badass, you'll see him too, the, the HBO exec, I think, he's just, I would love to be an assistant for a guy like that, like, it would just be so cool, like, you see him in the editing room with this guy, and he's just, like, going off. And, I mean, not going off, but he's just like, no, you need to cut it. And he's just making the decision where it's like, dude, at the end of the day, this this is the guy that's going to decide for us. So just, please, shut the fuck up. Another drink of water. So, I made it to 35 minutes. I'm actually pretty impressed with myself. I've kept conversation going a little while. I don't know how entertaining it's been. It's probably been terribly boring, but... Either way, I'm just glad I made it. I'm going to save it, upload it, go for it. One episode, 35 minutes, that's not bad. I'm going to try and do some episodes with my buddy Reed on it, and, and he's kind of interested, you know, he loves movies, like I was saying, not as much in the music, but, you know, things will. F these episodes will focus on different things, and right now I'm just kind of rambling, talking about the podcast, what it's about, talking about content a little bit. I haven't really got into that detail, and I, I kind of want to get into more detail, and especially that would help when I get more, if I got more listeners, got some listeners, you know, wanted to hear what I had to say about things, you know, that'd be a little more incentive, but for now, I mean, 35 minutes ain't bad, that leaves room for the advertisements, <laughs> um, anyways, thank you for listening, and, uh, I'm kind of sad to leave, honestly, it was, it was kind of fun, I kind of got into it, kind of got in a groove, felt good just talking in here, and, uh, talking into your ears, those non-existent ears that no one is no one is listening to but uh anyways i'm gonna leave you with a track and i'm gonna just hook up my phone to this aux cord it's 5 15 anyways gotta get home gotta get home and uh this track is from apocalypse by thundercat it's called oh shit it's x and uh 
I'm just going to let it play. I'm going to let it play for a little while. And then, um, yeah, have a good Thanksgiving weekend. This probably won't even be uploaded by then. But either way, thanks for listening. Thank you.